three, two, one. Yes! Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Welcome, everybody. My name's Nathan, and this is a new episode of Booze and Broadway. Um, so just a quick disclaimer. I'm going to get drunk, and we're going to and we're gonna get things wrong. Oh, cheers. Uh, eight. Yeah, okay, so... Um, I have a special, uh, a, a little special thing today. We have two co-hosts today. I'm so excited. So we're going to go ahead and have the returning one slate for us so that our new one can get the feel of what's going on. So go ahead. Hi, everyone. Uh, it's me, BJ, uh, coming back to... Uh, uh, co-host episode uh, number 38 um, and uh, the show that we're doing actually uh, I'll, I'll let I'll let our uh, our co-host introduce the show yeah go ahead, uh, go ahead. Uh, well, hi slate, slate for us slate hi for us. my name is Taylor Smith and today I'll be performing um, don't rain on my parade um, in the style of Rachel Berry um, and I'm so excited. Thank Ooh. you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We'll thank call you. you. I can't. Thank you. Thank you. Thank no, you. um, we're doing Mean Girls. Mean Ooh. Girls. Mean Gays. Yay. Me, honey. Honey, I'm so excited. Um, so, Taylor, you've actually seen this on Broadway. Yes. Opening, opening week. week. <laughs> opening week. <laughs> opening week. <laughs> Saw, saw when Barrett was still energy. doing the shows. When Barrett was still going to the party. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. So, today is Wednesday, <gasps> which it I is. think is hilarious. Yeah. Um, so, in honor of, since it's a show based on a movie, I'm honoring the movie a little bit by drinking a cranberry vodka, or vodka cranberry. Um, I'm drinking cranberry juice. That's cranberry juice uh, cocktail. This is all sugar. Um, but BJ, you're drinking a little something different this week, aren't you? Yeah, uh, well, because it's Wednesday, and on Wednesdays we drink pink, so I'm drinking a massive bottle of pink Moscato. Which I fucking love. That's hilarious. And I have Um, work in the morning, so I'm drinking my spit. (laughs) And Taylor has to (laughs) teach children at 7 a.m., so. No, tomorrow's their last day, so I don't have them, but I still have to go. (gasps) I'm not going to tell you what I have to do tomorrow, but. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Uh, so, everybody, don't forget the contest. We've got, like, two episodes left with the contest, so tag us on Instagram. You can win a free uh, merch item of your choice, and there you go. Um, oh, shit. Well, let me get on this contest, because I want one of these fucking sweaters. Did you not know? You've been on, like, six episodes where I've told everybody Look, I know, it. and every time I'm like, all right, I'm going to enter the contest, and then I just don't do it. Do they make them in my size? But to be fair, every time we talk about this contest, I end up getting obliterated via alcohol. So... If you listen to the episode, you'd be reminded. And I usually do, because I usually text you when I'm, like, live texting you as I'm listening to it. Okay, so we have so much to talk about, and there's three of us who are about to be screaming for two hours. I'm ready. So let's get into it. The faggotry, let's do it. Cut that out. No. <laughs> oh, that's what my mom said. <laughs> yeah, no, she texted me. So, um, <laughs> it is. Okay, let's get into it. We're doing Mean Girls. Uh, oh, it's a 2017 God. musical with music by Jeff Richmond, 
lyrics by uh, Nell Benjamin, and the book by Tina Fey, who wrote the movie. Uh, Taylor, you've met Tina Fey before, right? <gasps> I met Tina Fey when I was working at um, Disney World, and um, yeah, she came in to meet Mickey Mouse, and um, instead and she, she got instead. me. <gasps> she got me. <laughs> and then that little girl went home and wrote Mean Girls the Musical based off the fattest faggot she's yep. ever met. She went home and she said, that is Damien, and I have to write this right now. So I inspired it. I'm just kidding. What an icon. (laughs) You are here to inspire us all. At first I thought you said, what an icon? And I was like, I'm not a camera, but okay. What an icon. I am an icon. Yes, what an icon. (laughs) What an icon. So it's based on the 2004 (laughs) film. (laughs) (laughs) It premiered in Washington at the National Theater. And it opened on Broadway at the August Wilson Theater in 2018. Um, So there you go. Um, Taylor saw it at the August Wilson Theater. Opening week. In 2018. Opening week. One of Barrett's three performances. (laughs) You have to stop. (laughs) Um, It was shut down because of COVID, and it is not coming back. So uh, it had 833 performances on the Broadway. So they are talking about doing a film adaptation. Um, it's in the works. And there's possibly a West End production. They're in the final stages of talking about the West End production happening. So if it does happen, it'll be in like 2022. So. But like, why are you making a movie version of the musical that was based off of the movie? I don't get that either. Why would you remake Money. it? Money. Well, yeah. Money, honey. Okay, but I sure. think you do better just filming the production. Just film the production. I don't like. Come on, pro shot that isn't waitress starring Sarah Bareilles. <laughs> <laughs> Close it down. Get rid of her. Burn okay. the pie. Different show. Keep going. World burn. Okay, so this. Okay, this show. These are the Tony nominations. There were no wins. Let's y'all were at my house when this happened. Both of y'all <laughs> yeah. were at my house yes. when they didn't get any wins. You were livid. I mean, I, did, I was... literally, I thought it would have won Best Book. Sorry, go ahead. I, I thought it was going to win Best Book, too. I think Tina so... did, too, because you can look at her face. She was like, oh, I didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tony nominations. Best Musical, Book, Score, Scene Designed by Greg Barnes. Uh, sound design by Brian Ronan. Direction and choreography by Casey Nicolaw. Orchestration by John Clancy. Uh, and then leading actress for Taylor Louderman. Featured actor for Gray Henson. And featured actress for Ashley Park. Let's talk about something real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that two people didn't get Tony nominations. And why is that? I'm surprised Barrett didn't get one. Okay. And I'm surprised Carrie Butler didn't get one. I don't think Carrie's part was I mean, big enough. Even though she played three Barrett roles. Didn't. Everyone knows why Barrett didn't. A lot of people were shook that Erica didn't, but I can tell you right now why Erica didn't. Because Katie is not written... I don't know. She's obviously the star of the show, but she's not the one you root for. Even though you're boring. supposed to. She's such a boring character. Like, Lindsay Lohan, yeah, love her icon. And not that Erica wasn't good in that role, but, like, the role of Katie was just not... 
I ain't never gonna work in this industry again if I keep talking. No, it's just it's it's not a bad character. It's not a bad track, uh, as they say, but it's she's just boring as a like mm-hmm. written. She's boring. Mm-hmm. It's like, like, okay, they focus. I, I ain't got a problem with oh, Erica. I love Erica. Erica, Erica if you're right. listening, great job. You broke all your legs. But at the same time, it was like, okay. But Caddy Harry. The forgotten, the forgotten character. It was like, oh, we've got to remember we got to, we're, we're still writing for Katie. So, okay, let's talk about the cast. Caddy Heron, played by Erica Henningsen. Henningsen. She's great. We did. We we love her. She's the youngest person to ever play Fantine under Broadway. Correct. She Regina is very George. talented. She has the chops. She does. Oh yeah. Regina Regina George was played by Taylor Lauderman, and I would also like to take a moment and mention Renee Rapp because Renee Rapp is fucking amazing. Amen. We love Renee Rapp. Amen. <laughs> Pour one out. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's wasteful. I was like, don't do that. That's a waste. <laughs> Janice. Is played by well, allegedly played by Barrett <laughs> This woman will never know peace. Uh, so here's her. Show and we won't have to say all this. I saw the show twice on Broadway. Yes, it was one of the last shows I saw before shutting. I saw it in October of twenty or twenty nineteen. Because it was on. O- I saw it on October fourth, and Renee was out because of something that happened on October third. So I had. The really, really, really short girl who was like super short as Regina looking up to Gretchen like, go sit down. It was really weird. It was a really off performance. I was just like. Was it Barrett? No. No. <laughs> you know good and well it wasn't Barrett. It was that. It was the girl that took over for her after Barrett left. Because she was the now, swing. Or the now understand. I. Not, not me. Daniel went and saw this in New York and he saw Taylor and Barrett was it was one of her three performances and uh, that's so lucky <laughs> he saw her and he said that he was like I think it was because they'd been doing it for so long mm-hmm. and Taylor wrote an amazing exit interview mm-hmm. that y'all need to go look up about oh, her leaving the show it's so good um, but he said Taylor and Barrett specifically if it wasn't a note that they like had to belt they like spoke song me they like spoke the entire song Unless it was like a money note. Mm-hmm. I, well, see, when I saw opening week, it was still very fresh. It was still very new. And then I had students that had saw it the summer before. So right before Taylor was about to go out to do Kinky Boots in um, the Muni, she, and that's when Renee first came in for that first little bit. They said that Taylor just felt like, it just felt like she had done it a million times and she was just bored. Well, that's kind of what her interview said yeah respectfully she was like it's very hard to give an opening night performance a year into your show oh i'm 100 percent. not ain't blaming her at all no 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 i love the interview if y'all can find it go look it up it's amazing um damien was played by gray henson uh gretchen was played by ashley park what'd you say nothing faggot in makeup go ahead oh my god oh my god i love ashley park (laughs) Okay, Ashley Park, Ashley, so Park Ashley Park deserved every bit of her Tony nom that she got. She gave Absolutely. so much more character to Gretchen that was ever there before. Um, sorry to the Hallmark Channel star, Lacey, whatever her last name is. But she gave so much more. Like, there was so, like, there was, like, layers to Gretchen. Like, you understood why Gretchen yeah. was the way she was. And like I think, yes. 
Yeah. I, shut up. I think it's just like, uh, yeah. This ahead, my sorry. podcast. And you invited my ass on here, and this is what the fuck you gonna get. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, who's listening? Emily? Hey, Emily. How you doing? Go ahead. Next. <laughs> Karen <Or> Smith <laughs> was... <laughs> just, just, just... Think of the views if you just passed on the recording. Like, think about it. They'd be like, he never did get to do Hadestown, did he? <laughs> I'll do it posthumously for you. It'll be no, mean I'll kill you. It. I'll kill you. I'll find a way back. <laughs> so, Karen Smith was played by Kate, Kate Rockwell. Cake Rockwell. Cake Rockwell. My God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Cake Rockwell. Miss <laughs> Heron, Miss Norberry, and Miss uh, Miss George. Originally played by Carrie Butler. Mm. I fucking love Carrie Butler. Fantastic. I, Icon. I love her. Um... She was she was praised as a standout in the show because she played three different roles, and I tried to find this so that I could give credit to it, and cite my source. But I think it was a video I watched when the show first came out. They were interviewing her, and she's like, "What's really funny is when we moved to Broadway, out of Washington, uh, I was backstage one day. I had already changed into uh, Mrs. George for one of the scenes, and." Uh, a, a, a tech hand came up to me and he was like, hey, um, we have a, I have a really weird question to ask you. And she's like, yeah, what's up? And he goes, a lot of the guys, we can't find the other actress who plays the other adults. Um, are you one person or are you three separate people? Because like we have a bet on which one it is. And she's like, oh, yeah, I play all three people. And he's like, I just lost $20. <laughs> but you know what? When you can convince an entire cast of people that you're three people, something's right. Oh, well, I remember well, going... that's kind of what they said. Well, I remember going to the stage door that night, and people were like, oh, my gosh, like, is Tina Fey coming out? And I was like... Because she was in the audience that night, but... Oh, sure. But we were told that these people thought Carrie was Tina Fey. They thought it was Tina Fey reprising her role on Broadway and they're like no she was in the show and I was like how stupid are you because no but Carrie Butler how brilliant Carrie Butler was because she was she's just phenomenal and she just it's more than just a wig change it's a whole attitude change it's just out of this world well you know I'm an OG though because like Xanadu so me and Carrie Butler go way back Xanadu oh now have you seen the um SNL skit where Tina goes to audition to be in Mean Girls. Yes. Yes. It's, it's so good. It's the so wig, because the wig like is, in... like, not fit for her head, and it's just, like, lace, like, cropped up in the front. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, she needs, she's like, I need these orthopedic shoes. Yeah. My favorite part is she's like, well, I don't want to be, like, Lin-Manuel Miranda and just force myself into any show that I do. Yes. And then he's like, she said what? And he's like, this stupid bitch named Tina. It's so... Yeah. That's my really bad Lin-Manuel, by the way. Or a really good one. <gasps> Who, uh, how you look at it. For once, he was on pitch. Um, thank you. I'm just calling I'm everybody out. That. So, okay. Um, I don't Aaron live for Samuels. your applause. Yes, go ahead. And you won't get it. Aaron <laughs> was, was, was played by Kyle Selig. Um, I love Kyle. 
That is an attractive man. He is very attractive. That is an that is like and Not I usually stray away maker. from I uh, usually stray away from uh the the lesser melanin inclined. Uh and, but like that is I know I but I I do love Kyle Saleg, who's actually dating Erica Hannison in real life. I think they're engaged. Yeah, cute. Yes, they are. Precious um, angels. Kevin Napoor is Cheech Menora. <laughs> also an attractive man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Mr. Duvall was played by Rick Younger. Now, we have to talk about one quick, quick thing. Taylor, prepare yourself. Oh, God. BJ, prepare oh, yourself. <clears throat> it's too late. Cameron Dallas. <laughs> have you seen videos? I'm glad Aaron doesn't sing that much. Uh, girl. <laughs> from the balcony, from the mez, from the orchestra, from the pit. Who you? What, what copy you want to see? I got it. I've seen it. It's, it's, it's bad. It is bad. It's BJ, really have you bad. seen the videos? I'm just going to drink my wine. I mean, Renee gets to riff more, which I'm happy about. Right. You know, he called out his Renee, last two Renee shows. Renee rap scares me, though. Scares you in a good Why way? Why is Renee scary? Renee scares me because, like, if, like, just her stage presence feels very, uh... Like, when she smiles as a person, it feels like she's probably going to attack me. Letter. Okay. Letter. Well, do you remember that TikTok of her and Natalie Weiss, where they're fucking just riffing and she's just doing a high kick while... Yeah. 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 Yeah, literally. That's what I think of every time I see... So, talent scares you. You're going to kill me. (gasps) Oh, no. Not talent. I'm kidding, BJ. I love you so much. (laughs) When it's unbridled talent yes. that's what I'm like oh you might either you know hit a high C and or hit me with your car like I don't know what you're gonna do so me Sorelda but the opposite uh, way <laughs> wait did you just call out Sorelda Taylor I know you've only listened to half an episode and then you blocked me for three months um, <laughs> because I have I, been cut out of this podcast so many times no you haven't <laughs> I know, that's the thing. I give Nathan all his material, though. I haven't. Continue. <laughs> I ask everybody, and we'll, we'll ask BJ first, so that... Who would... If, if the rules didn't matter, if you could be anybody in this show, BJ, who would you be? Much like my grandfather after the Vietnam War, he stumped. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, no. <laughs> it was wrong with y'all. Oh my! Uh, I would probably be. Oh God, um, Gretchen Wieners. Okay, now BJ, why why Gretchen? Because that is not either of the two that I would have picked for you. Okay, uh, uh, we're gonna come back to the two that I think you. I'm gonna guess the two that I think you would have picked for you. You already know. Go ahead. Uh, and both I of them are racist. Love, but go ahead. <laughs> I love Gretchen Wieners a lot because okay. I think it's like one of the few characters in the entire musical that gets a full character progression. Amen. Sure. Well, yes, she does. Like literally, she's just one of the few people who gets the full character progression. But also, it's because I'm like high key obsessed with Asha Park. Okay, that's fair. Taylor. Who would Obese you be Regina. Show? So only those two scenes. I will take obese Regina for 300, Alex. <gasps> oh, yes. On the two after she's ate all the cards. 
<laughs> but only pre-national tour, so I get to sing, it's fine, No. Um, yeah, I mean, if the rules didn't apply, obviously. But, you know, if I could tap, I would love to take Damien on. Even though one of his songs is way too long, but we'll figure that out Stop. on a different date. No, the other one. Where You Belong is way too long. Wait, Where Do You Belong is way too long, and we're gonna talk about it. I can't wait! <laughs> Much like this podcast, way too long. I haven't even listened to a damn episode. What you know about it? I literally listened to the little, like, drink porn, and I'm like, eh, I'm good. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I've listened. Okay. Now, BJ, <laughs> who, who, did, who did you think I would have cast you as? Um, Janice? Janice first. Absolutely, I would have cast you as Janice first. Oh, yeah. I do angry teen very well. But um, didn't you come to the Tony's party as Janice? I did. Oh, I did. I, I love Janice. I can't. Truly. Um, either Janice or... Um, who, well, I'm Regina George in real life. Yes. So, <laughs> Regina. <laughs> Those are the two that I would say. What about you, Nathan? Well, you know, it's funny you ask. Um, <laughs> I was wondering, what, like, like, are we going to do this? Because I could tell when he looked at me and I was just like... Mm-hmm. He was like, this is my show, remember? Well, Taylor doesn't know to ask, so I guess I'm going to be the one who I, asks. Look, I, right. I don't give in. Go ahead, BJ. Or go ahead, Nathan. Was Taylor, Taylor, question. Taylor was like, let's go. All right, moving on. Sample three. That's crazy. Um, I don't know. There's just so many characters in the show that I do like. Um, I would... Surprisingly, I think I would say... Either Karen or Caddy. But not the three adult tracks. Mm. No. Oh, God. Okay. I guess I want to do those too. Sorry, going back to me, I want to do those three tracks too. Yeah. Now, if you get enough wine in me, I want to be the the mom trap. Yeah. Yes. Because that shit just sounds like fun, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I really just want to be Regina's mom. That's really where all (laughs) all that is. Yeah. Yes. Um,. Okay, so a quick question that I came up just for this specific podcast. Ooh. Yes. Uh, now, there, it's a two-part question. In the mm. Janice, Damien, Caddy group, who are we? And in the plastic groups, who are we? <gasps> okay. But I, I'll go ahead and say that if, if it's the three of us, I'm, I'm Karen. Oh, I'm Gretchen. I'm Regina? I, I would have given the Kevin. Only... I would have given Taylor. Why Regina the fuck did you just call me fucking Kevin? Because we about to have some fucking you words. Sure did. You because sure your your box says Kevin Taylor Smith. I know because that's for where I do work sometimes. Sorry, but, he doesn't know who I am. By the way, um, the only reason why I said you were Regina over me is because I live have for more secrets. secrets. Yes, <laughs> I live for secrets. And I live for scrolling. This is me closing so myself. I, I don't gossip. I think that's rude. But I do believe in sharing because I think everyone should be on an equal playing field. <laughs> so, okay. Now, in in the in the uh, in the Janice Damien Caddy group, who are we? Oh, I don't know. I'm I mean, at arts yes, camp, I did play Lumiere. I'm just kidding. I did not at arts camp. I didn't freshman year. Of, of I would school. say I would say I was Katie though. Okay. So, blackout. 
We're at the August Wilson Theater. Taylor's apparently sitting in the orchestra because he got money. Uh, I'm in the mezzanine because I like seeing the show from above. Um, so I can finally be The man's above just as somebody. expensive. <laughs> Blackout. Lights up. Janice and Damien come out. Okay? And they come out and they said, good for them. And they said, welcome. Welcome, Fresh. <laughs> they say. I didn't want to. You yelled, you yelled at me last time I said it. They say, good for welcome, them. freshmen. We're here to tell you a story of Caddy. And Katie. Caddy. Caddy. We're here to tell you a story of Caddy. This is the glove thing all over again. Um, and how her bad decisions got a girl run over by a bus. The dream. Um, <laughs> and Janice turns a picture around and she goes, this is a picture of female empowerment. And Damien turns a picture around of George Michaels. And he says, and this is a picture of George Michaels, which I like to hold when I sing. Taylor, how have you not been Damien on Broadway? <laughs> and we will get to that part in just a moment. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Do you want me to tell you the story? Yeah, please. So a long time ago, I was working in Orlando um, for an agent or a modeling agent. No, I was not a model, bitch. I was working. Doing... You were the before picture. <laughs> I was the before picture. They got to be the after. Um, a many, many a Jenny Craig ab. So anyway, um, we did, I worked teaching <laughs> models with no acting experience. But I asked the uh, agent one day. I was like, why don't you ever get me stuff? And he's like, oh, well, the Orlando market's not right for you. Fat. So I was like, okay, but what is right for me is Did you say this... fat? Yes, obese. So I asked him, I was like, there's this audition for Mean Girls the Musical. I know I can't tap, but he doesn't need to know that. And neither does Bernie Chelsea. Um, Marie O'Malley didn't tell the Book of Mormon people. Oh, girl. Anyway, so I called, or he called, he literally calls, and Bernie Chelsea picks up the phone. And he's like, I have this guy here in Orlando that wants to submit to you for your Mean Girls show or whatever he was calling. He was very bad with verbiage. And I was like, oh, my God, my dream is coming true. I'm going to get to play faggot on Broadway. And he was like, yeah, tell him to send a headshot resume. I sent it and they call back. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're calling me back for this role. And they're like, so we just got the headshot and resume. Would he like to submit for Olaf and Frozen? Which I also never heard back from. And see. Like, well, the answer is yes. Okay. I so did they submit come out that. And, but he, and Damien says, here's George Michaels. <clears throat> what we're here to tell you is a tale of woe. It's a cautionary tale of oh God, fear and lust and pride based on actual events where people died. No one died. No one died. But how far would you go to be popular and hot? Would you resent temptation? No, we no, would you not. No, you wouldn't. Because no. you'd have power. So I was popular in high school. I don't know what to tell you. This is... Oh, popular. This is... Okay, so um, they say it's a, it's a cautionary tale about corruption and betrayal. And, and getting hit by a bus. And Janice cool. says, you can't buy integrity at the mall. It's not for sale. <gasps> nice. <gasps> People still go to the mall? Thank you. Well, honey, not now. And he's and Damien says, you know what? Let's go back even further to our story's beginning in Africa. 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 And we are in Africa. 
The Serengeti. We love come, a scene, Jane. Come on. My God. And so, Katie is, Caddy is there, <clears throat> and she goes, I'm 16, living in paradise with the lions and birds and stuff, but I'm 16, and it's not enough. She is alone, living with animals. Um, she is she 30, says, playing a 16-year-old. But well, well so is Dear Evan Handjob. So, on the outside, I'm in the unit. And she goes, did you ever get a feeling everybody else is happy? Everybody else has friends, and they're better friends than yours. It's a very recent feeling, but it's running through my body, and it roars. It roars. I like this song. And her parents come, and they say, Hey, we're losing our funding. We have to move. We have to go back to America. And the first time Taylor laughed out loud in this whole show was when Caddy says, Maybe I can meet an obese person. Okay, so she... She goes to America. She goes to Washington. She goes to Washington. And um, nobody Wait, is helping. she goes to where? Washington. Chicago. Chicago. I'm sorry. Sorry, they played in Washington. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She goes to school. <laughs> and she's walking through the hallways. And she gets hit by a girl. She runs into a girl. And she goes, like, watch where you're getting. She goes, okay, maybe they didn't see me. They stare at their little screens. Plus, it's crowded with all these teens. Hi, teens. Unsubscribe. Me at work. Thank you. I'm trying to include y'all. Okay. So, she... Wait, wait. I am doing this unpaid gig. Okay. She goes, yes, I know they have their friends, but what is one friend more? No. Because I know that... Thank you. Because I know they know this feeling... So I brush off their rejection at our core. Just ignore her. Ignore. Just ignore. Yes. Her. And she goes, now hold on. Here's my thing. Taylor, because you've never listened to a second of this podcast before, our motto here is if you're not going to option up, don't sing the song. Okay, so why are you Absolutely. singing? <laughs> but then this is our requisite. This is our requisite shout out. Robin Chen. Hi, how are you? Uh, I'm excited to get this. Altos can find work too. Upset. <gasps> what is Robin, happening? don't you be upset. Um, Robin listens to every episode. Yes, she does. Uh, and every time we always give a shout out about the. Because Nathan and I believe in optioning up no matter what. And Robin gets so mad. She's like, okay, but I'm an Alto. And we're like, okay, but you can option up. Okay, so, so she goes. And we'll talk about Barry. Ignore. This is what's written is the roar. The option up option is we can't ignore the roar. Roar. Welcome to North Shore High. It's so good. Yes. We love the option up. So it's class time. Miss Doryberry welcomes her. She goes, I was homeschooled. I just love calculus. And she's like, oh, okay, great. (laughs) And so she has another class and then another class. And then she has French class. And she's like, hey, what the French teacher's like, what's your name? And she goes, the French people I know just call me Caddy. Hilarious. And then Damien tries for to use his French name as Chanel. And the French teacher goes, no. And she goes, Fantine. And he goes, no. And he goes, Lady Gaga. (laughs) And then, um, they go to health class and she tries to go to the bathroom and he's like, you can't go to the bathroom without the bathroom passages. Can I have it? And he goes, no. 
She's in a cultural shirt. Culture. She is having a cultural shock. Thank you. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Um, and we get a little. I'm genius. <laughs> so, we're she's getting. We have a little it roars reprise. Okay. Well, they're like the new kid sucks, and she goes, "Here's the thing." Everybody wants to fit in because they all want to hear the roar. Amen. So she goes she goes to the bathroom to eat alone. And Janice and Damien, who is too gay to function, because Janice is like, I'm Janice, this is Damien, who's too gay to function, come in and they're like, listen, we're your friends. We're your, we'll be your temporary friends until you can find where you belong. Um... And he was like, but don't worry, a little, like, pretty girl like you is going to get socialized very quickly. And this girl walks out of the stall, and she's like, you're not allowed to be in here. Oh my god, Danny DeVito, I love you. Okay, yes, that's what he says in the movie, but in this he says, Gary Coleman, I love your work. It's based on the race of the person that comes out of the stall as a swing. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, mine was a swing. Probably. Everybody called out every day. <laughs> Relatable. The, so um, many so many people called out of this show, they called it Mean Girl the Musical. <laughs> There's just one. And it's not the one you'd think. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the girl who's like, Regina punched me once. She's mean. Yes. <laughs> so, oh my god. So, Damien says... My mama used to tell me, baby girl, don't ever eat lunch on the john. Your mother calls you baby girl. (laughs) It's literally one of the funniest lines in the whole musical. So he goes, listen, I'm going to take you around the lunchroom. I'm I'm skimming over this song because it's 18 minutes long. Thank you, God. (laughs) So he goes, come to the lunchroom. This is where everybody sits. We've got the jocks. We've got the JV jocks. We've got the gangster white kids. We've got the sexually active band geeks. We've got the show choir. Where, where do you belong? Okay, I, I'm over it. Um, we've got the girls who eat their feelings and girls who don't eat. We've got the dance team, debate team. Uh, we've got, uh, oh, at, at one point he goes, she, Caddy goes, who's that? And he goes, baby, that's the mathletes. And she's like, that's amazing. He goes, no, 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 that's social suicide. No, don't do that. Okay. So, he, okay. We have to talk about this a little bit longer than I would have liked to. So he goes, wait, who's over at that table? And he goes, why, it's Janice. And she's like, and Damien too. And he goes, listen. Okay. Jessica Moss is trembling right now. (laughs) She's like, wow, they coming from my group. She should be. And so, he goes, here, stick with us, and we'll find out where you belong. Okay. Now, let's talk. No, actually, we're going to go right into the next one, actually. So, the, the back doors of the stage open up. And in silhouette, we see three people. One standing on the table, two sitting. And Caddy goes, who the fuck is that? Who the fuck, Who are, the you? fuck are you? She don't say fuck. Um, I asked you. I asked you second. Um, that's Mackenzie Zell, head cheerleader, part-time motherfucking model, and so, homecoming queen. And so she goes, "Who's that?" And he goes, "Don't look at them. We call those through the plastics." 
Um, they they run this town. Who run the world? Plastics. Girls. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they get. I was gonna say old white men. <laughs> they ah! And Janice goes like they mocked Jen Moorcock till she burst into flames. And Miss Moorcock was a teacher. Okay. First of all, hilarious. <laughs> Teachers deserve to be bullied. I can't fan myself hard enough. Unless you're an English teacher um, protecting gay children, you deserve to be bullied. <laughs> shout out to Miss Romine. So um, what? I deserve to be bullied? Publicly Wait. executed. Oh. Honey, I'm ready. Like, Crucify him. Like, Let's do it. I'm ready. So he goes, Regina George is a queen bee. She's always dressed up. She always wins spring fling queen. We're just her drones who work for her, and she... She fucking dies. Now, Taylor, I'm about to cut to you, so be ready, okay? Um, um, now, I'm now, book. Let's go. Now, Regina says, My name is Regina George, and I am a massive deal. Fear me, love me, stand and stare at me. And these, her breasts, these are real. Now, she has money, she has looks, she's drunk with power, the whole school fucking loves her. She's the prettiest person you've ever met. Oh, this is very important. I never weigh more than 115. I don't care who you are. I don't care how you feel. Now, Taylor, talk very briefly about her choreography in this moment. But she was going to talk specific. about my weight. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so she's always, um, if you, I listen to a, a podcast actually with Tina and uh, Casey Nicolau, and Casey said that he thought that Regina was so much in control that she should not. Not that she doesn't move, but when her numbers, she shouldn't dance. She should always be carried to her next spot. She should flow. So a lot of this is just lifting her, um, mm -hmm. which is amazing in and of itself. It's just a bunch of lifts and turns and just boys just lifting Regina George at 115. Yeah. But the thing I like about it is that Renee Rapp, and she said this, that she's clearly not 115 pounds, but Regina is 115 pounds, regardless of what she actually weighs, because the Regina character could possibly be lying, obviously probably is lying, or she could just be like, look, you know what, this is 115, and this is what it is, and this is what you're going to respect. I love it, Boom. it's iconic, it works. I mean, I mean, it's like that Marilyn, Marilyn, I would say Marilyn Manson, it's that Marilyn Monroe kind of myth of like, oh, she's so pretty, she's so mm -hmm. skinny, but Marilyn Monroe was actively sewed into her gown so no one knew what her size mm -hmm. was. Like, 115 is what I tell you because that's the magic, baby. Yeah. You're gonna 115 is my right leg. I mean, let's be real here. But... Ba baby? Baby? <laughs> so... Now we cut to Gretchen, and Janice says, that's Gretchen Wieners. She knows everything about everybody. That's why her's so big. It's full of secrets. And she says... Yes, Regina, no Regina. Every waking hour, I spend making sure Regina George can stay in power. If Regina is a son, then I'm a disco ball cause I'm just as bright as fun. If you've had alcohol, I worm your secrets out of you and bring them to my master. She works. She works to keep Regina in power. Regina is the queen, but I'm right. the head of four groupies as I am seated at her right hand like a Jewish princess. Jesus. The lyric before they went to Broadway was If Regina is a son Then I'm a tanning bulb Cause I'm just as bright and fun 
and I can't remember what it was rhyming with, but I remember because I had found the bootleg before, right, it's from Washington, right before Ooh. we went to see it, and I was trying to listen to it. I meant to listen to it today, but I didn't have time. So Karen sings, and Karen is the dumbest person you will ever meet. I once saw her put a D in the word orange, and she goes. Her, her name is Karen. Her hair is shiny. Her teeth are perfect. Her skirt is tiny. And she goes, um, she goes, my name is Karen. I may not be smart. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it's it, the, that's it. such a like, good introduction that's to, to Karen. To Karen. Yes. It's, it's, it is yes. as stupid as it is, it's so smart of like, a, of, of like a moment to have for her. To give her a moment to be like, oh, I was done. <laughs> Bye. But I will say, it's, it's so interesting because these three singular character introductions are infinitely more powerful than anything Caddy has done so far Amen. in the entire musical. And she's the main character. I do want to talk... So, oh, 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 okay, so, uh, Meet the Plastics, Miss Moorcox, I may not be smart, that's it. Okay, so they see Caddy, and they ask her why they don't know her, and she's like, oh, I'm a new student, I'm from Africa, and she's, they're like, shut up, shut up, she, I didn't say anything. And she goes, you're really pretty, and she goes, thank you, and that, bre- and, and Karen, mm, sorry, Gretchen goes, that bracelet is so fetch, and they're like, what the fuck is fetch? Well, then this guy walks out, and he's like, hey guys, blah, 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 and his name's Jason. And Jason, uh, I'm sorry, Regina says, Jason, your teeth look like corn and your voice is weird. <laughs> um, so go the fuck sit down. <laughs> your teeth look like corn. I love that your voice is weird. It's like a super, your teeth look like corn and your voice is weird. Hmm. I'm so stupid. I misspelled where. Um, so she goes, we're going to help you come sit with, come have dinner with us or lunch with us. Come have lunch with us every day. And we... We never really do this, but we'd like to have... Uh, wait, hold on. What? We never really do this, but how would you like to have lunch with us this week? And she's like, oh, no, it's okay. No need for you to thank us. There's no need to even speak. You're new and you don't know things. And so Karen goes, oh, by the way, on Wednesdays, we wear pink. So they have this whole moment, and she's like... um, Wear something nice and grab a tray Cause we don't do this every day Say, here's where you belong Say, hey, hey, here's where you belong No, no really, really, fucking say it. say it Say, here's where you belong Come sit with us tomorrow It'll be fetch ah. Okay Now that we've covered two songs In the span of an hour um, <laughs> For legal purposes, this is a so, joke Janice, um, Janice talks to Caddy and says, this is amazing. Th- you should do it. Sit with them. D- just go have lunch with them and then tell us everything that they said. And she goes, why do you hate them? And Damien tries to tell her, but Janice is like, oh, shut up. Just go spy on them. And Caddy reluctantly agrees. We're in AP Calc. Uh, and she goes, y'all want to be mathletes? Oh, okay. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is not Ms. the story Norbury's- I remember, but go ahead. Miss Norberry says, hey, we're looking for members of the to-be-mathletes. If anybody's interested, let me know. Caddy comes in and sees Aaron, and she is smitten. And they are learning about limits. Oh, they're learning about limits, and Mrs. Nor- Miss Norberry says, no, this is a hard question. I don't expect anybody to know this. Well, Caddy knows it. 
And she's like, holy shit. Okay, well, on to the next one. And she knows that one, too. And she's like... Much like Matilda in that scene with Miss Honey. That is correct. She knows how, she knows how to spell Mississippi. And so... <laughs> okay. I was going a completely different route, but go for it. And so... Then, okay. And so... um. Aaron says, wow, you're making me really feel dumb. And she goes, I'm not trying to make you feel dumb. It's just happening. <laughs> Which, I mean, mama, any man ever. And Caddy says, when I was five, I fell in love. It didn't last. He ran from me. No, literally, he ran from me. And being Kenyan, he ran fast. It's racist. This is the... This it's is the first racist. song they wrote for the show. It's very racist. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Well, no, Benjamin said this was the first song she wrote for the show. Goodness. Okay. So, uh, by 13, I gave up. I decided I would be a mathematician. And so she's like, you know what? I, I, I wanted to do math and subtraction and addition because it would never make me feel feel so stupid in love like I didn't get it I didn't get it somehow smart with math but stupid with love I didn't get it I didn't get it till now and he's like do you have an eraser and she's like I would love to me with men so thank you math for being there to bring me joy and thank you math cause now you brought me this cute boy and she's like, he's like, is it two? And she's like, yes. Okay, wait, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I'm astounded and nonplussed. I am filled with calculus. I'll allow it. I'll allow this one. I'll allow this one bad pun. The only, you know what? It's the only one. So I, I'm like, okay. Y'all don't like that? Calcul- I like that. <laughs> no, I'm saying I do like it. I personally hate puns, um, so no. Okay. I mean, I don't like them either, but... When white men tell them, but... No, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> race, race, creed, or gender. I, I, I'm you out. say puns? Go puns. ahead. So, she's very excited that she's with Aaron now. Because he's cute, but she likes math. And she's like, maybe I can figure out love, because he's a cute boy. So, Janice and Damien give Caddy a, Caddy a pink shirt. And the way they do it is, Damien's wearing one, and he grabs arms with Caddy... And Janice moves it from Damien to Caddy. It's theater. a cute moment. Yeah. And so she goes to... Ha- she has to go learn the rules of being plastic. And, um... She's like, you can't wear sweatpants. You can't put your hair up in a bun. Okay. Why talked yes. about it? And Caddy helps Regina figure out the calories of whatever she's eating. And she's like, I'm trying to eat less than 30% body fat. And she's like, well, it's 40. And she's like, whatever, I'm eating cheese fries. So Kevin comes in to invite her to be a mathlete because he knows she's good at math. And Gretchen and Karen are like, that's social suicide, don't do that. Well, okay. Regina wants to go to the mall. And she's like, let's go to the mall. And, oh, oh, she sends Kevin away. She's like, you're fucking stupid, go away. And so she's like, let's go to the mall. Today. Before she goes to the mall, she runs into Janice and Damien. And she's like, oh my gosh, I finally realized what... Regina is. She's the apex predator. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she's like, nobody can challenge her. She's at the top of the food chain. Yes. She's literally the apex predator. Yes. Amen. 
Yes. And so they go to the... Hold on. I scrolled too far. (laughs) No, he's the woman on the bus. (laughs) The old woman on the bus. Have y'all seen have y'all seen them put that noise over da- Daisy at Tusker House when she's banging on the window? <laughs> okay. God, that was and me Janice at Tusker comes House. Out. God, my Janice comes out and she goes, Don't be fooled by the pink. She is not playing dolls. She is stalking the halls for the thrill of the kills. Every person at school is aware of her stare when she tosses her hair. They go perfectly still. All their eyes say, don't attack me. Okay. She's just acknowledging that Regina is the queen bee, honey bee of the school. So. And that she's she's so terrifying in her teenage terror that it is an almost primal aspect. Yes. So... So they're at the so all the all the people start acting like animals like like Caddy would have seen in Africa, and so they're around this this fountain, and Gretchen goes like, "Hey, have you seen any guys that you think is cute yet?" And she's like, "Oh, there's this one guy in my calculus class. His name's Aaron Daniels." And she's like, "What?" She's like, "That's Regina's ex-boyfriend, but I won't tell. I won't tell." <laughs> Mama, there are no secrets in high school. Now. Which is so funny because then she, later on, the line that she tells about, she's like, I love secrets and I'm really good at keeping them. And then she tells about yeah. Karen sleeping with like 11 guys. And I'm like, ma'am, oh. you just got done saying two songs Literally. earlier. So we get this really nice moment that I do want to point out lyric wise that delves into both characters a little bit because we've seen both Regina and Janice. And both very strong characters, both very sure of themselves and who they are, um, and both intimidating and they're both right. Caddy sings, and though Janice is great, she does not have this power. People literally cower. Janice can't Can't do do that. that. She can't. And you know what? I think if Janice wanted to, she could... She could. But she's not here to manipulate people. She does later in the show, but it's not a manipulating way. She does command a crowd, but she doesn't use it for her own self-fulfillment. Right. I also think Janice, her whole thing is that she doesn't use Mm -hmm. fear as a tool of empowerment, as opposed to Regina George, who actively craves instilling fear into people around her. Well, I'm going to take a moment to say, like, to say, like, Janice mm, God, analysis. uses that power of independence and knowing who she is when she has to and not because she wants to. Yes. Mm. Come on, analysis! Because I, I think it's, Let me get a goat I sheet think it's for you. I that idea of... of <laughs> look, maybe because I'm ready to write it down. I think it's because she knows that, like... My power doesn't stem from other people. It stems from me. So why do I have to? Period. Fly? And it's very evident in her behavior. I think she does. I think I think Janice does know that, but I don't think it's as honed as it could be because she still has that childhood immaturity. Well, she's, yeah, she's still a teenager. Yes. She's a yeah, she's yeah, smart yeah. enough she's to know better, what? but she's not smart enough to know fully. I mean, if she, if she'd been like twenty eight, I'd have been yeah. like, ma'am. <laughs> 
We're above this. So, Cut the to me. Apex Predator. Also, there's a very good uh, recording of them doing this on the Today Show that uh, Taylor mentioned earlier. Yeah, um, so did a good job. And here. Barrett is actually there for that performance. Uh, <laughs> BJ, you are on deck for What's Wrong With Me. Oh my god, um, I'm ready. So, I'm ready. Um, so we get a little montage of people talking about Regina being, excuse me, being in power. She told me to stop choking once, and I did. She and and then we get this this black girl going. She's the prettiest girl in school, apparently. Okay, white people. Um, <laughs> and she goes, "No one can see me. Lights off." Oh, oh, this girl goes. I feel like nobody can see me, and they literally cut her light off, and she like. <laughs> Mid-sentence. Oh, my Mid-sentence. God. Mid-sentence. She's like, whenever Regina George talks, I feel like no one can say, and it just, like, fades out on her. And yeah, like so we're back at girl. Regina's house. <laughs> and they're all standing in front of a, a mirror, quote-unquote. And they're oh, like, my, my shoulders are too wide. My hips are too wide. I have pores on my face, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and Caddy's like, I don't know what we're doing, but I hate myself, too, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Me when I'm around Nathan. I don't know what Literally. we're doing, but I guess I'll kill myself, too. <laughs> Nathan riding the suicide bag. I guess I'll go too. Oh, so you have all, so you have also been in a car with Nathan. God. And I've been in a car with Sarita Mayberry. So and we've we, he's died. He's almost died both times. So. Right, unwillingly for once. You mean, unwillingly you mean for once. Has... I actually feared my life with Sarita, but here we are. So, uh, the mom is here, and she comes in, and she's like, "I'm a cool mom. I'm lit. I'm cool." And um, and she was like, oh, by the way, I was cleaning out your closet, uh, and I found your burn book. Burn book. <laughs> and they're like, and they're like, mom, fucking leave. And so they're looking at their burn book, and they're like, oh my gosh, Janice is so weird. And um, they were, oh, they were best. She goes, oh, she used to be Regina's best friend, but then they stopped being friends when Regina didn't invite her, invite her to her party. Because she was only allowed to have sex six people there, and so uh, Janice didn't get to come, and they turned and yes, BJ. So I I Damien, hate everyone. We get to Damien's page, and Janice. I'm sorry, Caddy says, "Oh, he's almost too gay to function." And they're like, "Ha that's funny." Put that in the book. And Regina goes, "Karen, come with me. We're gonna fix your eyebrows." She goes, "Oh, I hope I still get to keep two. <laughs> and kind of. So Gretchen is stressed because she thinks Regina is mad at her because she burped in the car. And do you think yeah, Regina's she, mad at me? It's because I burped in the car. She's like, I could shatter at any time. Then we get what's wrong with me. BJ, please talk about this song. Okay, so what's wrong with me? Um What's wrong with me is such an important song. Um it's the first moment you get to see Gretchen Re- Gretchen Wieners as a real person. Um, it's uh, that moment in adolescence where you realize that the friendships around you are not necessarily friendships so much as they are partnerships. Um, and it's that moment of realizing that uh, what is benefiting me now may not benefit me in the future. And I'm, Oof. I have to find the point where that stops. Where is the line between friendship and enemy? Um, well, and she even has that line where she's like, uh, which one will betray more. the other? Yeah, more? which one will betray the other more? Yeah. Uh, and she's like, what's wrong with you? Uh, what's wrong with me? 
it's probably you. It's probably me. It's that it's that uh that the idea and that mindset of oh my god, something's wrong. Wait, it's me, isn't it? Baby girl. It's But that's every, every teenager. teenager's like, Oh my god, what's wrong is me. Mama yeah. <gasps> more often than not, it's not you. It's an outside circumstance that you can't But control. in this instance, Regina George being the alpha apex predator, if you will, is not something that you as Gretchen Windows can control. What you need to realize is that you can be an apex predator within yourself. But like that takes like years of work and counseling. So like that's mm-hmm. uh, obviously like as an... And As an adult, I can be like, oh, well, you're clearly the higher apex predator. You don't know that. Right, but also, for for Gretchen, it's easier to stay near the it's apex predator. It's easier and it's safer to stay near Correct. the HBIC, as a, the head bitch in charge, <laughs> yes. if you will. As opposed to trying to authenticate, which I think is yeah. Gretchen's biggest problem throughout her high school time yeah. is authenticity. Uh, like, she's just not good at being authentic. Um, yeah. But I love this song. Um, and shout out to my friend David. Because um, he's the all... Yes, our he, new listener, he's David. He's our new listener. Um, he started listening today. Um, uh, but, like, uh, he told me, he was like, uh, What's Wrong With Me is my favorite song. And I was like, Bitch, same. You're the only person I've ever met who loves What's Wrong With Me. Um... Ashley Park, Ashley, right. Ashley Park Supremacy, honestly, at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm here for If you ever see her performance in The King and I, you love to see it. If you ever, like... Absolutely. Like, in high school, she did Thoroughly Modern Millie, and I'm sure it was flawless. Like, I, you can't tell me otherwise. I love Ashley Park. Um, but I think yes. this song is important because, specifically, it's the first time you see character growth in Gretchen, but also, it's the first time you can see... Caddy realizing Katie, Caddy, and not just character growth though in the show. Character growth as the character as a whole, from where it as was created whole. from the movie. Like uh, from, from the well, movie, also, she's just like, wow, right, one hundred percent, one dimensional. Well, it's also it's it, we we're not there yet story wise, but it's the first chink in Regina's. Yes, armor. you don't realize it at the moment because Caddy hasn't been betrayed yet. But this is the first moment that uh, Caddy, again, Caddy slash Katie, uh, you know, whoever you are, depending, depending if you're a movie or a musical, um, it's the first moment that you can bond with someone who's not Regina in power. Because yeah. you're like, oh, well, it's, yes. it's, it's not Regina, but baby, it's still someone in power. Baby. Yeah. And, it's, and it's not just in power. It's the real source of Regina's power, of the high school yeah, power. Yeah, because that's how she gets all her information. And With that's who, how Gretchen, you I, I have nothing. I think it's nothing. very funny. I think it's funny that in Meet the Plastics, the way that Gretchen introduces herself is just like, I spend every waking hour making sure Regina Dortz can stay in power. I, there's not a lot of um, people, there's not a lot of threat to Regina's power but that might be because of Gretchen. Yes. Literally. Literally. Because I feel like Gretchen is... She's the cleaner. She's like, oh. Yeah. Ne- you want to say something negative about Regina? I have four things negative to say about you to your one thing about Regina. <laughs> so who's going to really win? Yeah. 
But like I I I so, think it's also important that like it's like that moment of well why doesn't Gretchen just why doesn't she seize power? It's that it's easier to well, it's, it's easier. easier it's easier and maybe teenagers are nothing if not yeah. lazy. It's easier to help Regina stay in power than to become power yourself and have people attack you and your secrets. Yeah, not worth it. So. So we get what's wrong with me, and then Caddy goes to talk to Janice and Damien, um, and Janice is like, what's in the book about me? What's in the burn book? And she's like, nothing. Nothing's about you. And he's Those bitches. bitches. And Damien eats a cow team bar, and he goes, oh, I... She goes, why are you eating that? My parents give that to Kenyans to gain weight, and he goes, I can feel it working. <laughs> it's really funny. So she... So Aaron and Caddy run into each it. other, and they talk about Regina. And so, uh... Uh, she gets Stupid in Love reprise. Um, and Aaron invites her to a Halloween party and she's like, girl. Girl. I, I was going to say great and then I mixed it with cool and I said girl. And she goes, he goes, hey, what's the date? And she goes, October 3rd. My new favorite day. Bow! Okay. Then Karen walks out. Okay. Are we ready? ba na 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 If I could change the world, I'd make it Halloween every single day and also have world peace. Wait, maybe world peace should be first. World peace and then Halloween. Wait, let me start over. Now, Taylor, I don't know if you know this, but I read an article with Kate Rockwell. And she said uh, that... You can read? Nathan can't read. Nathan cannot read. Don't be fooled by the people. <laughs> he can't read. Adult literacy is like one of the top three problems in the state of Tennessee. You're welcome. <laughs> Me and Leah Michelle. So, um... <laughs> so, uh, this song starts over to... Not just because Karen is a little dumb and, and messed right. up, but to show that she has control... And and to say like, listen, I messed up. We're gonna start over. See, I didn't think of it that way. I thought of it more of like, she's just so dumb that she's like, aware that she's in a show. Yes, and I think, I think as an audience member, yes, that's like the, yes, that is like the most obvious right. answer. But like, she is she is a plastic. I one hundred percent get it. She, I get what you're what, what she's saying, and I love it. I just never thought of it that way myself. I guess I'm just not. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm stupid. Maybe I'm the maybe, Karen. Maybe you're Karen. Maybe. <laughs> isn't that really just like the who's the horse isn't now? That the most like plastic ploy of them all. Of like, I'm so smart that I'm going to make you feel dumb, and I'm oh, the dumb God. one. I love it. Yes. And she, so she goes out and she goes, when you were the hot one, it's a full-time gig, looking like what people want to see. <laughs> and so she goes, uh, uh, there's, a, there's a part where she goes, do a total transformation, animal or mineral too, or even vegetation, I give you sexy corn. Which is a real costume and you can get. It's a real costume you can Go get. Go back to Party also, City, bitch. Real quick, um, Go back to Party City where you belong, bitch. Also, real quick, if y'all want a I Give You Sexy Corn sticker, Taylor has a Etsy No, Redbubble. Redbubble. Red Taylor Bubble. did not I'm make sorry. it. Red Megan Bubble. made it. And I love you, Megan. 
Megan gets she, she listening. She don't have ears. Nah, bless her heart. She does. No, they don't. Uh, Megan made it, and then I it just linked to my PayPal. So every time we make twenty dollars, so I get twenty cents so, every time someone buys them. Taylor has stickers. Taylor has stickers. That, yes, so. you can buy them on Redbubble, and it says I give you sexy corn. Yes, and so she goes. I can be a sexy <laughs> ballet dancer. I can be a sexy doctor and cure some sexy cancer. That's not right, is it? No. I can sexy cure some cancer. No. I can cure sex cancer. Sex cancer doesn't exist. <gasps> I did it. <laughs> Dance break. I, I fucking love Karen. And then she's a sexy mouse. Okay. I wish the duh so was in there, the but party. anyway. Duh. Um... So, Caddy comes in as a scary bride, and Regina wonders why Caddy is there. And Caddy, and Gretchen goes, I don't know, but she likes a senior, and that's all I know. And Aaron, Aaron goes over and greets her, and he goes, hey, what's up? Also, I heard you're homeschooled. I would be homeschooled, too, but my mom lied about my district that I live in so that I could go to North Shore. And he asks how her test went, and she lies and says, uh, I made a six. I made a hundred, but I'm gonna lie. I made a 60. And she asks him to tutor her. Regina confronts Caddy about Aaron. She goes, I think you would be cute together. Do you want me to talk to him for you? And she goes, yeah, but nothing embarrassing. She goes, oh, no, 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 no. I got it. I got it. I got it. And she goes over and talks to Aaron. She goes, she has a huge crush on you. But don't break her heart like you broke mine. <laughs> Taylor, talk about Till Someone mm. Gets Hurt. So Someone Gives Birth um, is an amazing song. Um, it's from Waitress the Musical, and she sings it right before um, she please goes into leave, labor. Leave this podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs> she is missing, but she's kind. Um, oh. You eat it's it. It's the Glee mashup we didn't know we needed. It's just someone we gives birth, and it's she used to be mine mixed with someone gets hurt um, that we didn't want. We didn't ask for. No, someone gets hurt for real, though, is... Um, my favorite song in the show because it shows how manipulative Regina George is on top of how far she will go just to get what she like wants. Like Moana. Moana. She, I am Motrana. Um, so, yeah. My, um, uh, yeah, it's just, Gun. is huge. So, then she, <laughs> Welcome to hour four of the Mean Girls podcast. <laughs> so anyway, no, um, she literally says one of my favorite things. And Nathan, I, I know you have your part where you think it happens too. But I, my first favorite thing is when she says, um, feel my heart beating. I'm just like her or you. It's because she literally is so disconnected from other people. She doesn't give a shirt about Aaron Samuels. She gives a her she yeah. does, but she more or less cares about how he can make her, her look image. yes. Um and now when they originally did it um in DC, I I listened to an interview with Casey Nicola and he said that this scene originally took place in a kitchen and he wanted this to be the sexiest number in the show, even sexier than sexy. Um but he wanted it to be the sexiest number in the show and he's like, Nothing sexy about the kitchen. So we had to bring people into Regina's mind and the only way to do that was to give her these backup dancers again. And just like the first time we meet her, she's just flowing effortlessly across the stage from boy to boy, being lifted like she's never been lifted before. 
Um, much like me when they bring that forklift in to get me out of the buffet. But, um... <laughs> Never been lifted before. <laughs> Never. Anyway, we're not going there. But yes, um, and then she goes on to say... Your love keeps lifting me higher. Like I've never been lifted before. The scale keeps going up higher. (laughs) I Uh, hate you guys. Um, But anyway, we get to the end and she just kind of has her realization of what she thinks of Aaron. She doesn't care about Aaron for who he is on the inside. Just, God, you're hot. Why do you even wear a shirt? So, so, Caddy runs in and sees them kiss. Because they They kiss. Do they kiss? At one point that... They can't. Okay. And one point that she does bring up, and she goes, "People forget I'm human." Uh, People forget I'm human too. Yeah. Yeah. And so Caddy sees this and runs off to Janice and Damien. She goes, "She took him back. She took Aaron back." And she goes, "She's a life ruiner." And she goes, "Listen, I know that you're upset that she didn't invite you to her party when you were seven. She goes, "Damien finally gives the backstory. She didn't get invited because they thought she was a lesbian. Janice. They thought Janice was a lesbian, and they couldn't have a lesbian at her party." And Janice just responded, I'm a space alien with four butts, but she only has one. Thank you, Nathan. no one talked to her after that. (laughs) But she only has one butt. I'm just trying to, like, I'm just trying to tell you what happened. And so she goes, here's my favorite, here's my favorite part of the whole show. Revenge party. Which, excuse me, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Which, I don't know if y'all feel the same way. This should have been the Tony number. Yes, I agree. Yes. And it should have been the act one closer. <gasps> it 1000%. I mean, there's other stuff that has I... to happen, like the whole like talent show and all that fun stuff. But like, they should have figured out a way. This should have been the act one closer. It's such a showstopper, big number that includes everybody. Mm-hmm. I agree. They could have found a way to, like, move some stuff and it still be... Somehow Jingle Bell Rock happens in... Or it's not Jingle Bell Rock in the show, but it happens in, like... Rocking around the pole. Honey. Um, but, like, it ha- I don't know. I don't, I don't get paid for this. I don't know. So, and you should. <laughs> so, now you know, Caddy. Regina George is not your friend. Sorry, we're your friends and we're going to make her pay. You know what friends do. They got your back and they are fun to be around. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When someone hurts you, then they attack and grab your phone into the ground. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Imagine a party with dredges and cake and singing and dancing and cake. <laughs> There's a magic act that saws Regina in half. And this time it will take like my lipo. Now that's a part Shut up. <laughs> and this time it will take like my suicide. Um. It's a revenge party, a party that ends somebody's head on a spike. Whoa, whoa. It's a revenge party with your two best friends. It's like a party with revenge is what it's like. Ba, ba. And she goes, for She goes, for this to work, you're gonna have to pretend like you still like them. Can you do that? She goes, Yes, girl bitch. Yes, like queen the boots house down. And Wait, pause. <laughs> I heard a interview with Tina, the same interview that I watched with Tina Fey that time. Um, when she was talking about, she was talking about how Mean Girls was her first screenplay and like how it just like, um, how she saw all her flaws that she, in the way that she wrote and that this montage in the movie was like her biggest like regret of the movie because she thinks she did it so poorly and she was like, so how do you, I translate something I did so poorly? I finally have my second chance to redeem myself and her redemption really? was... 
three Revenge Party. Yeah. Oh yeah. Revenge Party is good. See, I, I listen like to Revenge stuff. Party. I like Revenge Party too. I think it's one of my it's one of my top faves. Yeah. And I like sexy, but you know, and someone gets hurt, but I do like Revenge Party. So they rip off her dress. She's a full full uh, um, costume change, and uh, she goes, "Hey, Regina wanted me to tell you that she tried to talk to Aaron. This is Gretchen." But she just, he just wanted her back, and that's not Regina's fault. She goes, no, 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 I just want to have lunch with you guys. And she goes, okay, great, 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 great. And here's the thing. Um, uh, we take away Regina's, uh, next, we take away Regina's only achievement, being a hot person. And she goes, ugh, I'm so fat. She goes, well, why don't you eat these calteen bars? I use them to, to lose weight. I eat them to lose weight. And she's like, oh, great, bring me a whole box. Bring me a whole box. It's the perfect... And so... It's the perfect... Oh, my God. Bring me a whole boss. She puts an S before the X. B-O-S-X. Bring me a whole boss. A boss. Jessica Vosk. Bring me a whole boss. Anyway. Yes. So, she goes... Janice goes, we gotta go harder. If we can make Gretchen Wieners think Regina is mad at her. And Katie goes, I don't want to do that. Gretchen is fragile. And this is, BJ, you've brought this up before. Yes. Um, this is the first time that we see, like, we're kind of playing with fire here. Yeah, yeah, Like, this is the first moment you see, like, Janice can, Janice is being the main girl. Yes. She's being the Regina George of her group. Mm-hmm. Um... But, like, uh, I also think it's, like, it's important because, like, it's the first moment, like, we see, like, the first real chink in Regina's armor. Oh, that's so true, though. But going back to Janice, that is so true, too. Because, like, it doesn't just take, like, I don't want to be like, because, like, yes, our stereotypical mean girl is that mean blonde white girl. But at the same time, there are, everybody has that mean bone inside of them. Looking at you, BJ. Anyone Everyone can has be that, the mean girl. Anyone can be mean. Yes, literally. Boy, girl, I can't help it, baby. Anyone can be mean. Anyone can be mean. Go ahead. Boy, Anything girl, is possible. Wishes do come true. And so, so different options we, here. Regina and Aaron walk out, and she goes, stop pulling your hair down. Your hair looks sexy. Push back. Katie, would you please tell him his hair looks sexy. Push back. Now, listen. My friends went and saw this show. I'm sorry. When Aaron Samuel was played by a black man. On the national tour. And they said, and they said, hey, why don't you roll your sleeves up? Your, sex, your, your arms look sexy with your sleeves pulled up. I just want to talk. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, now, at every point, it might be low, where the energy dips. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You might be thinking it's late, we can go, and they ran out of chip. Now, this is my favorite line in this whole, 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 whole show. I can't even watch when she touches his hair, and I watched a snake eat a cow. Me. <laughs> I don't know how that's me, but it's me. Have you watched a snake eat a cow, Nathan? Regina needs to be toppled. Sorry, Gretchen. I swear. We'll get our party now. When candy cane, please. So, we get to homeroom. Uh, finally. And Damien, dressed as Santa Claus, goes, Ho, ho, ho. Candy cane grams for Shane Omen. She has everything. 
One for Caddy Heron. She gets everything. Four for Glen Coco. You go, Glen Coco. Glen Coco, Glen Coco, Glen Coco, Coco. Iconic. And none for Gretchen Wiener's bite because you know oh, what? My favorite. If Regina sent you that and you're going to be best friends, that's great. You can be in charge of all their secrets. For example, she does Weight Watchers. She doesn't do the, the gym like she says she does. She's a Scorpio, not a Cancer. She's actually a Gemini, just like BJ. And You're welcome. She's not really I don't remember one. any of the, You Her watched the tour, didn't you? No, I did. I'm just making shit up. <laughs> I watched the tour. Um, okay. You, she's not really blonde. Her hair color is naturally dark blonde. And she cheats on Aaron every day in the North Shore Lion costume. And she goes, she makes him wear the costume? And she goes, no. They're both in the costume. Revenge party, baby. And they go, you know what? We've got everything we need. It's time to go. Oh my gosh. Me, y'all. when we finish recording this okay. podcast, we've got everything we need. It's time to go. <laughs> and now, welcome so, to our 10 podcast. <laughs> I told y'all this shit would happen. So, Caddy and Aaron go to study, and she's like, Hey, did you get my text? Because I had to tell you something. He looks at his phone, and he goes, Reginald is chewing on me? What is that supposed to mean? And she goes, Regina is cheating on you. And he goes, Oh, what was Lion's suit supposed to be and she goes you're supposed to be lion suit <laughs> and so she tries to talk to him but he leaves and miss norberry stops her to talk about why she's failing the last two quizzes that they've had and she because she's super smart and she goes she goes listen there's a math late meeting she goes i have to go rehearse for the talent show it's a tradition that we do and she goes it's miss norberry says it's more like a recurring nightmare and she goes the funny thing about all your quizzes is all the work is right but the answers are wrong i'm a pusher katie i'm a pusher and so we smash cut to Regina's room, and she's like, oh, she said she's a pusher. And Gretchen's like, like a drug pusher? And Regina is big now. And she's, everybody's like, Caddy, write it in the burn book. And so Regina yells at Karen. And Caddy is like, Karen, I don't like the way that Regina talks to you. And she's like, she's just a bitch, and that's fine. She's and just a bitch, and Gretchen that's fine. And tries to use the word fetching. <laughs> yes. Gretchen tries to use the word fetch, and she gets yelled at that, and she's like, fetch is not going to happen. So she goes, she goes, how much longer are you going to put up with this? We're at the Kevin show. We're at the talent show. Y'all, y'all, we finally caught up to where we were. We're at the talent show. Oh, thank you. Y'all can be interested again. Bitch, we're interested. Y'all can be. Again. You don't look at it. Taylor, Taylor is asleep. <laughs> so. Taylor is a whale. Uh, well, human being, a well human being, he is doing well. Thank you, bitch. That's the nicest compliment someone's ever said to me. Uh, elephant. So, so we're at the talent show, and it's Kevin G's song. So Kevin G comes out and says, "Bring me that little ass white girl booty." Ah, bring me that little ass white girl booty. And they're like. Thank you, Kevin, enough. And he goes, happy holidays, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So they come out and they do rocking around the pole. The the plastics do. And Regina's skirt falls off. Social media goes crazy. Crazy? And is spreading it around. Shut up. But everybody loves Caddy and they start to praise her. And Karen comes out and she goes, I like Caddy. She's nice to me. They go to lunch. Oh, oh, so they all go to lunch, and Regina comes up, and she's like, hey, I'm trying to lose weight. Is butter a carb? And she's like, yes. So she goes to sit down, and she's like, Regina, you can't sit with us. You're wearing sweatpants. 
and she's like, that's a stupid role, and she's like, you can't fucking sit with us! Huh? Okay. And she goes, she goes, sweatpants is all that fits me right now. Me. Let up. And so, she goes, Caddy, what do you think? And Gretchen, and Caddy goes, Gretchen is weak, she can't land the blow, so she throws it to me, I could just let it go. And she goes, you know what? Rules are rules. Regina has officially been taken from the top of the food chain. And we get fearless. fearless. And Gretchen goes, who is my boss? Now Regina is gone. And Karen says, I'll wear what I want. Which, which is, is what, what I, I have, have on. on. And a vest. That's how it feels to be free. Free. We're going to gloss over this song because it's just everybody celebrating that Regina is Thank no God. It's literally, it's the brand new day of the Wiz. Like, it's the... It's a, our, Except I like that it's song. Our, it's our oppressor <laughs> is gone so that we can be free. That's the yes, whole point of so feelings. Regina comes back for the cow team bars that she forgot. And Caddy goes, I'm sorry this had to happen, <laughs> Regina. And she goes, I'm not dead. I'll see you in gym in eight minutes. Enjoy your eight minutes. Oh, but can we talk and about goes, that, though? Enjoy your eight yeah. minutes. That is Enjoy such, like, oh, that's minutes. so cunty. I love it so much. Because yeah. that is the, that is someone who knows, like, okay, sure. You won the battle, Katie Heron. But, but did you win uh, the war? Uh, come on, foreshadowing. Come on. Because now, I'm the apex predator. Uh, You're new. Yeah. And she goes, she goes, Regina, you made these rules. And she goes, it's fine for you. New hair, new skirt. It's fine. Till Til someone, someone gets, gets hurt. hurt. Ooh. Mama. Can we talk okay, about the new so. hair, though? Because it's just a brushed out on a wig. It is. Till someone gets hurt. But I, the thing I love about the reprise is that this is the most opaque threat you will ever get from Regina George. Amen. She's like, yeah, that's fine. Till someone gets hurt. Uh, well, and bitch, what, it won't be me. Guess what? Karen's wearing a vest. Intermission. Act two. The girls ask Caddy what the... Nope, sorry. Janice is a finalist for an art competition. We're getting a cautionary tale reprise. About how Caddy is like the queen bee now. I have eyebrows. We get a uh, announcement from the school principal that Janice is a finalist for an art competition. Springfilling queen noms are out. All the plastics and Caddy are nominated. What up? And Caddy is nominated <clears throat> from the student body, not because of Damien. And Janice goes, maybe it was the Russian. <laughs> Hilarious. Which is so now, funny. It's still funny. Yeah. Based on the political now, climate of when the show came out. Yeah, and so... Caddy goes, should I text Aaron? Because he hasn't responded to any of the texts I've sent him lately. Uh, but they're broken up. And they're like, Janice and Damien are like, yeah, we know you keep telling us. And Janice is like, hey, can you take a break from all this and come to my art show? And she's like, no, I have a family thing. I'm just going to text Darren again. And Damien sings stock. Nope. Damien sings Stop. But do you know, right. I also listened to the podcast and Nell Benjamin said that this is the song she did not write. Tina Fey pretty much wrote this song and Nell went back in and made it rhythmically work with the music that Jeff provided. 
that Tina literally gave all the stories for this. And they wrote this for Gray because they, Gray needed another number at the top of Act 1. And Casey knew he could tap from Book of Mormon. So this show came about on Broadway and literally Nell did not know what to do. And Tina was like, move over, bitch. I'll do it. <laughs> but you're not getting the And credit. you know what, though? I'll say it. It feels that way. Yeah. Does that make no, sense? No, it does. It definitely does. It feels, like, it feels like this is a placement song. Oh, yeah. It is. It's like a we needed something here. I can't remember what it what they had originally at the top. Um, I had listened to it, but it, it just did, it only was in like two nights. And then they like literally had no act to opener for the rest of their DC run. Ironically, I need to scare you straight because this should not be how we roll. And he starts telling these stories about like how girls overexert themselves into men's lives. Just it's pick me girls. Yes, the whole song is about pick me girls. Pick me, choose yes, me. Was... <gasps> Come, Come on, on Meredith Gray. Swallow me. Never mind. The original nope. pick me girl. Come on now. Um, Gobble me, swallow me. I thought me. I was Chip the original pick me girl. I thought I, I was the original, original pig girl. me girl. What pig me? You say pig. Race. Um, <laughs> I was wondering when it was going to come up. <laughs> so, it's so, bound goes, to. so Janice says, Kitty, we all make bad choices. Sometimes Damien, tell her about Philip. And he goes, I was at art camp. I played Lumiere and Beast. I liked Beast. And we had a little fling. And then we did Anything Goes. And he dated his cousin. <laughs> it's he didn't so date weird. his cousin. He sistered his cousin. Nope. He sistered his he, cousin. He, the lesbian, the main female lead in anything was anything goes. No, uh, first of all, the main female lead in anything goes is Reno Sweeney. She played Hope, Hope Hardcore, of course, because basic. And then I found out she was his sister. sister. Stop! And now he won't accept my edible arrangement, which should be a gesture towards his nether regions. I think that would be so funny. And now he won't accept my edible arrangement, which would be his... Which is funny. funny. That would be funny, because it's like... Because it's the human equivalent of a banana. Honey! So, Karen comes out, and he goes, Karen, tell us your story. And she goes, stop. When you have a huge crush on a boy and he asks you to send him nude pictures and you're like, wow, he likes me, so you send him, but you don't crap your head off because you're only 13 and you don't know any better and I guess his friend shared him because now you're all over a porn site named a porn site (laughs) called Amateur Tweens. Stop, because I'm actually a human being and not a prop. And she goes, also, men just shouldn't be doing this. Yes. And they're like, Thanks, Karen, and then she taps her way off, which I think is such which a cute moment. It's so funny because, like, that is the hands down the most severe moment. Yeah, it is in the entire musical. Is, is a girl saying, "Someone took pictures. I took pictures of myself because someone said they wanted them, and it was someone who I thought loved me, and I sent them to them, and they posted it online. And then on to call out the boys site. and say, someone should just teach boys not to do that. Uh, yeah." And then look at look at the audience and say, it's weird, it's almost like boys shouldn't do that and you should teach them. Right. Period. And then Tad dance away. An icon. An icon. Karen Smith is an icon. And you cannot tell me otherwise. Uh, nobody Tad arguing. And he's like, wait, she's leaving just like my dad. <laughs> okay. Typical. Oh my god. So 
the girls ask Caddy what their weekend plans are, and she's like, I have a family thing. And they're like, no, 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 throw a party, and you can invite Aaron. And she's like, okay, I'll have a small party. So she goes to her parents, and she goes, Nathan's gonna die. And my friend Janice has an, has an art thing. Can I go? And they're like, okay, fine. So she invites Aaron to her party, and Regina, and she's like, hey, Regina won't be there. And he goes, okay, I'll be there. And Gretchen overreaches again, and she's like, Gretchen, you gotta stop. And she's like, what's wrong with me? She's done it again. Once again proven that she can overreach in any situation. So, we go to Regina's house. And Regina is working out because of her weight. Me. And she yells Not at her me. mom, who's just trying to help. And finds out, oh, Caddy is having a party. Because her mom has fake Instagram accounts to keep up with her. <laughs> And she's like, also, why are you eating those cow team bars? They'll make you gain weight. We gave them to your aunt, your grandma, when we need to have her gain weight. And she's like, I'm going to absolutely lose my mind. And she goes, okay, great. Uh, and Miss, Miss, Mrs. George sings. She's like, she sings. She's like, what's wrong with me? Ask for help. Ask for hugs. Girl stuff stu sucks. Why couldn't it just be drugs? <laughs> I try to give you love. I try to give you space. You ride your eyes so hard, they're gonna roll her off, right off your face. What's wrong with me? And she goes. And in the workshop, uh, she had I a do full anything song. Right. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, but they cut it. And she goes. And she goes. You'll be worshipped for years, and then she'll turn three. <laughs> and everything's wrong with me, ma'am. Mm -hmm. It's such okay. a good song because it's the reprise and it's like, it starts off with Gretchen singing it again because you're like, oh, Gretchen fucked up again. But then it transitions into the mom being like, oh, I can't relate to my daughter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah. what's wrong with me that I can't relate to my child because like that's the most basic human function as a mom is I should be able to relate to my child, which fundamentally yeah, tough. is not true. You sh That's not necessarily true. You... You have to establish that bond. Yeah. As a parent. And, like, so, like, saying, like, oh, well, I should be able to live to my child. Maybe if you haven't put in the work, yeah, it's not going to be there. Mm -hmm. Also, your, your child is a monster. Emma, so, like, the fact monster. that you can't, the fact that you can't relate says a lot. Because, one, maybe you right. aren't a monster. You're a monster over the type. You're, you're a neglectful monster. Yeah. But, like, you're not a bad person, so that's probably why you can't relate to your daughter, who is a heinous beast of a per Beast. Um, okay, so it's time for a small get-together. Yes, ma'am. And they're like, hey, have a shot. And she's like, I don't drink. Well, you're going to have a drink tonight, yo. And they go, whose house is this? It's my house, my house, house now. Whose house I hate is this, this fucking it's my song. House now. This house is this. It's my house now. Seriously, Seriously, who wrote this who song? You're about a party. So oh, they, oh, oh. So they sing this song about... Sorry. They, they sing about throwing a party at this person's house. A white man wrote this song. And Caddy's <laughs> just like, I'm kind of here for... Oh, wow, this is really strong, and why is Aaron taking so long, and put that down. That's not a bong. She's just like, I'm waiting for Aaron. Here's my favorite part. Karen literally body flips over a couch. Yes. Like, 
literally body flips over a couch and she's like, seriously, whose house is this? <laughs> yeah, that is funny. I love this it song is specifically because of Karen. Okay. Only because of Karen. Because Karen's the only person who's like, everybody's like, whose house is this? And Karen's like, no, seriously, whose house, whose house is this? Because it's that, cause everyone's <laughs> like, oh, whose house is this? Like, you know whose house you're at. Like, I have been at mid... Me, as a teenager, was fairly inebriated. Um, especially, like, my later years. I'll admit it. I, I I'm kidding, I don't care. People do. Senior in high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I don't give a fuck. That was roughly years ago. Um, so, um, I fully understand this, this, this ideal of, like, wait, whose house is... But, bitch, we know whose house we're at. We everyone yeah. knows because like that's you have to know where you're going. But Karen is that girl who's like, I was told there is a party. I didn't drive. I don't she know the details. Games. I literally was told there's a party, so I took two shots, got in the car, and we're here. <laughs> whose house like, is this? The, who's no no seriously? Whose house is this? Because she's I like, can we like turn the music know. down for just a second? Just two who seconds. Like, I, I want this? to know who lives here. What is the fucking address? Is it a PO box? Like, where the fuck are we? Because like, literally, there's like fucking wainscoting, and I need to know who did this. Like, cause like it's done well. How did we get past the gate into this neighborhood? <laughs> I, I, who scanned us? Clearly, we in? had to put in a code. So okay, so Aaron is up in Gretchen. Nope. Aaron nope. is up in Caddy's room, <laughs> looking at the old baby. pictures, and Caddy goes. She Caddy comes in and she is drunk, and he goes, Relatable. "Thanks for the invite. I've been mad at Regina this whole time, and now it's just time to get over it." And oh, by the way, I've been reading about Kenya, and like people don't have birthdays in Kenya; they just kind of like decide to become adults. And she's like, "Yeah, that's true. Like, why did you read that?" And he's like, "I've just been interested in Kenya all of a sudden." And he's like, do you miss it? And she's like, yeah, I do. And we get the song, More is Better. I love the backup in this song. I love the who was. More is always better. Yeah. More people know my name. I have more shoes. More is always better. Because when you have less, you've got more to lose. Wait, that's confusing. Wait, that's confusing. And he's like, you know what? I don't mind alone because sometimes alone is good because... Because time to think is in short supply. And she's like, hey, by the way, I re- can I just tell you a funny story? I pretended to be bad in math so that you would talk to me. And he's like, why'd you pretend? Why didn't you just talk to me? And he- she's like, because you were Regina's. And he was like, I wasn't her property. And she's like, no, not your property. Shut up. And he's like, don't tell me to shut up. And she's like, no, 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 that's not... It, it is a situation that gets out of hand very quickly. It escalates very Honey. quickly due to bad communication. Come back here and look yeah. pretty. But we're about to go into my favorite song. Well, one of my favorite songs. Honey. We're, we're going to get to it in just a second. And he's like, is there anything... Before it escalates, he's like, is there anything that you missed? And she goes, I miss stars. So many stars tonight. She just, like, missed looking up at the world. Right. And, like, seeing beauty in it. I miss being human. Oh, BJ. Yeah. Oh. It, it's, that, it's that moment of, I miss the simple things that make me who I am, as opposed to the worldly things that make beautiful. me Beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, Aaron leaves because he's mad at her. because it, it, Rightfully so, because she has lied to him. 
And yes. Karen and Gretchen come in and check on her, and she runs out to chase Aaron. And listen, I fucking love Karen because it is a scene change where the house is going away, and Karen goes, "Is this room moving?" But it's like it's supposed to play into her being drunk. Be drunk. Um, but it's so such a funny, funny fourth break, fourth wall break. It is funny. Okay. Yes. So she runs out of the house to chase Aaron. Well, Mama, Damien and Janice are there because they have seen everybody Waiting. post on social media. Waiting. And Damien is like, Janice, I can not stop this, Jesse. You know this. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and she's like, oh, did you have a, f-? Janice is like, oh, did you have a fun time with your fun party and all your fun people? And she's like, listen, I can't help it that you have some huge crush on me like you're like in love with me. On the- okay. No, she didn't. <gasps> oh, no, she didn't. Beep, beep, and she goes, you know what? It's not my fault. Oh, she yeah. goes, see, that's the thing with you, Plastics. You think everybody's in love with me, but everybody, everybody hates you. And she goes, she goes it's, you made me like this. It was your idea for me to be plastic. She goes, buddy, it's not pretend. You are as plastic as they come. You think your shit don't stink. You think the rest of us are dumb. I hate Regina's guts, but here's what you don't understand. At least she had the guts to not pretend to be my friend. <gasps> well, then Janice goes and takes the art that she did for her competition, which is a picture of her, Damien, and Janice together. And she's like, here, it won a prize. Jan- or Taylor, what note is this? It's an A, isn't it? I think it? it's an A flat. She belts out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, it's fine. With no orchestra. Really fine. Backing. Go be fine. And Damien goes, and I want my pink shirt. We go directly into World Burn. Taylor, uh, do you want to talk about World Burn? Who wants to talk about World Burn? We can both, we can talk, both about talk about it, baby. Go for it. Because I was saying, World Burn is like my second favorite song. Scenically, oh my god, the copier, the Xerox, whatever you want to call it. Uh, amazing. It's so it's good. So, and it's just her black turtleneck. Uh, but not a black turtleneck you could buy off the rack, like, specifically for this. Oh my god, go ahead, BJ. So, World Burn is specifically, it's the start of Regina's big revenge against Caddy and the other girls for turning against her. It's the, you want to take my power, fine. Now you have to deal with the consequences of that power. Because what you you fail to realize is that I know the truth. And that I'm willing to burn the world down Mm -hmm. to expose you as the liars and the haters that you are. Yet, my name is Regina George. Regina is a fugly cow. Hey, Katie, how you like me now? It's... So good, because she starts out with the "My name is," which Regina she roughly George. does like every time we see her. That melody, even though she might not I, say it, that melody is always there with yes. her. It's it's that um, I love it because it gives me that very like um, commedia uh, like uh, commedia dell'arte like old Italian theater of like. This is a character who is established and they will not change their traits mm-hmm. unless that character is, is supposed to train BJ, where traits. where you get that like, degree from? Because I need to pay them because that was good. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a bitch. But like, it's that, it's that, it's that, it's that, um, the idea of like bringing back everything that has reoccurred to remind you that like, it's no a matter motif. what has happened, yes, no matter what has happened, 
Regina is and always will be that bitch. And that's the point of this song. Because it's, it's the, oh, I mean... Well, how about if everyone's... Honey. How about I can't have my way. No one gets their way. Period. No one. Now neither of us get what we want. Like, she she starts throwing pages of the burn book through the hallways and people start reading the secrets that they've been... The the the, um, the nastiness they've been reading writing in that book. And she's like... Everybody's like, who wrote this? Who wrote this? And she's like, I want to watch the world burn. And everybody's like, who wrote this? Because like, it's that moment of being like, I'm the bad girl. You, it's the Billie Eilish, I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad, bad. guy. Because it's that moment Duh. of like, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> oh, I'm the bad guy? Oh, I'm okay. the faggot? Come on, Mother Gotham. I, I, I see your bad guy, and I raise you villain. <laughs> like, mm. it's, that, it's that moment of being like, if you want me to be the bad guy, I'm going to take it and run. Yeah. Well, I won't you run, gave... but I'll take it. But I- I'll take it, and I'll get on my ECV, and we'll go. Come on, Jazzy. So a um, huge, a huge fight breaks out, and massive. Karen, the whole school. Karen, Gretchen, and Caddy all get in trouble, and there is a mandatory, mandatory school meeting. And he goes, "I will keep you here all night, because we can't keep the principal. Past four. I will keep you here till four. And I then, thought you were talking about. I thought like, you were talking to me about this podcast, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> I, was, I was like, "Till four, I have to go to work." <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I love it. And so this one girl goes, "Listen, somebody wrote in that book that I use. I'm not a virgin because I use super jambo tampon, but I can't help it that I have a heavy flow and a wide set vagina." And he goes, "Miss Norberry, I have to have you take over." And Miss Norberry takes over and asks, "Who wrote this?" And Caddy denies it. And Regina goes. Some of us are just victims in this situation. Oh, playing that victim. I love this story. Miss Norberry says, it's time to apologize. And she trust falls into a crowd. She goes, oh, that could have gone wrong. And so everybody starts apologizing to each other. She's like, I'm sorry you're a fat bitch. You're not a fat bitch because I hate you. You're a fat bitch because I hate you. No. You're not. Go ahead, baby. I don't hate you because you're fat. You're fat because I hate you. You're fat because I hate you. Yes. Don Schwe- Don Schweitz is it, what was that her name? Um Yeah. And so did, uh Karen tells an embarrassing story about Gretchen. And she's like, I'm yes. sorry I told this story. And she I'm had diarrhea on the Ferris wheel. I'm sorry I told everyone that you had diarrhea. Yeah. And I'm sorry for bringing it no, up. No, I remember the story. I was just trying I don't like those kinds of jokes. Um Damn, okay. Goes, I didn't write the damn book. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> <laughs> to be telling her, I'm I like, didn't like okay, that part. Bitch, but Damn. We didn't okay. Well, I didn't write the book. You call Miss Tinta. Okay. <laughs> we done been here three fucking hours. We got the time. Go ahead. This one girl goes, I wish we could. This is me in a dance call. I wish we could all just get along. <laughs> and this Damien goes, She doesn't even go here. And she goes, Do you even go to this school? And she goes, No, I'm just here for a trip. No, I mean, I have a lot of feelings. She's like, Go home. So, so Janice goes up and she goes, you know what? Oh, she she goes up to apologize and she goes, oh, it's her dream. She's going to fall into a pit of girls. And she goes, you know what? I do have an apology. And it's she, it's, she's pre-apologizing sorry. for not optioning up at the end of this damn song. Yes. Hello? Hello? But go and ahead. So she goes, yeah. I but this friend. is the alto anthem, so like we can't be upset. Is it? Because Megan took it up. Um, And so... And so, 
yeah, I have a friend, and we want to ruin Regina's life. And she goes, you know what? You know what? Absolutely groundbreaking Tony Award, Tony-nominated lyrics. So your best friend screwed you over, acted nice when she not nice. No. When she no, not nice. No, Tony Award-winning lyrics. Janice, 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 Janice. Janice. Can I tell you one of my favorite stories with Taylor? Is this going to get cut? Because don't tell it if it's going to get cut. It's not going to get cut. I'm going to keep it in. Is when we did In the Heights. Don't. And. In the what? And that girl came out and she goes, no, 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 no. And Taylor goes, this one and Tony. So she goes, here's my secret strategy. Strategy. It always works because. The world doesn't end. It just feels like it does. So I raise your you. right finger and solemnly swear. Whatever they say about me, I don't care. Wait. So Regina storms off and Caddy tries to apologize to her. And she goes, you know what? You're a little jungle homeschool freak version of me. And she gets hit by a bus. Shove it up your dream. fat hairy. You hate to see people living your dream. Honestly, true. And that's how Regina George died. Once again, no one died. Okay. I'm so, totally kidding. So social media goes crazy. Caddy pushed her. Caddy is isolated from everyone. And she's like, holy shit. She got hit by a bus. And so we have a fearless reprise. And she's, she's basically like, I, I now have to make things. The only time I like so that song. Because it's, it's warranted there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she takes responsibility for the burn birth. She gets three weeks suspension and is banned from the spring flame. People talk about who they're going to vote for. Karen, oh, Karen talks to, texts Katie. And she's like, are you mad at me? And she goes, no, not anymore. I'm just kind of dumb. And she's like, you're not stupid, Karen. She goes, no, 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 I, I'm stupid. But I also understand that everything is in the role of twos. You, weren't, you were tricking us, but you were also our friend. Regina was mean to me, but that's just because she was unhappy with herself. And when Coach Carr says that he has an open marriage, that probably means that his wife doesn't know about it. <laughs> yes. Again, Karen coming in with a great A line that you're huh? just like, what? <laughs> hello? I love Ma'am? Yes. Ma'am? Oh hello? We, you, we just said something very serious. <laughs> what are you doing with but Coach Because you're the dumb character. Yes. We're yeah. ignoring it. Oh, okay. So, uh, uh, she goes, I'll still be your friend when you come back. Caucasian thumbs up because she's using emojis. So, Ms. Norberry grades her test. Aaron is gone. Oh, Aaron is gone from school because they found out he doesn't live in the school district and he now has to be homeschooled. Uh, Regina, nope. Caddy got a 100. She goes, by the way, I found out how you're going to get extra credit in my class. You're going to be a mathlete. So they sing Do This Thing. They go to, we're going to gloss over this pretty quickly. They go to, yeah, it's a boring song. They go to a math competition, and they're doing pretty well. Well, they tie up into the end where they get to choose their opponent, opponent, and they each choose the girl from each team. And what's that? I was like, the, the important part about this song is that, like, the guys from the other team choose Caddy because they say, oh, the, we'll choose the girl based on the assumption that she's going to be less, she's going to be inferior yes. to the men on the team. Which, but, uh, yes. But Which comes in later with the rest of the song, yes. Unbeknownst to them, 
she probably is one of the stronger players, if not the strongest player, one of the, the strongest. The strongest, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. So she goes up against the girl, and she's like, oh my gosh, your hair's kind of weird. Well, the girl answers first, and she's like, oh shit, I shouldn't have made fun of her, I should have just done the problem. <laughs> Where the girl gets it wrong, and they're like, listen, if you can answer it right, you win. And she's like, listen, none of this matters. Me making fun of you doesn't matter. Me making fun of your hair doesn't change anything. All I know I is what I know. Yes. The limit does not exist. Yes. The note don't so. either, apparently. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> so, so, they win. Well, Aaron is there. Aaron came to the competition because Miss Norberry invited him because she's a pusher. Um, so they go back to school and Caddy wants to apologize to Janice. Well, Aaron and Caddy kiss and he goes, I'm going to cause a distraction so you can sneak in. Well, she runs in and she's in the bathroom and she runs into Regina. Regina's in a neck brace and she She apologizes about the whole year and she gets forgiven and she goes, I died for 15 seconds. (laughs) And when I woke up, my mom and Gretchen were over me and they looked at me like I was a person. They forgot I was a person. I've been human this whole time. Which Iconic. echoes back to yes. her. Echoes back to her like, people forget I'm human too. Human too. Um, it's it's the second. It's the second and only moment we see her as, as a, a human, human being. She yeah. has to say the, the word only, human, but it's the only time. The only. Yeah, the only time you see her as a relatable human is in that very first line where she says, "People forget I'm human too. Mm-hmm. I'm not just a bully. I'm also yeah. a teenage girl." And a world-renowned French pastry chef. Absolutely. Uh, this is the second and only time that I'm relatable. It's because I'm dying. And everyone uh, can relate So, and she goes, I'm a bitch, but do you know what they would call me if I was a boy? And Katty goes, they'd call you strong. And she goes, no, Reginald. That's what my mom was going to name me if I was a boy. <laughs> so funny. It's so funny. It's and she so goes, funny. never apologize for being a boss. And don't let other people's opinions get to you. Never apologize for being a so, bottom. Damien and Janice are dancing. <laughs> and Man. they're like, hey, isn't it time for to forgive Caddy? And Janice is like, if I were to forgive her, I would have to also acknowledge that I did bad things too. And that's hard for a teenager. That's hard for adults. I was like, girl, that's hard for I, me. I'm yeah, owed I'm apologies sorry. by both of you. So Years old. So they go to announce the Spring Fling royalty. And Caddy wins. And Shocker. goes to make a speech. And she goes, and she goes y'all voted for me just because y'all think I pushed her. And that's terrible. And Regina goes, it's not, not your, your fault. fault. Don't apologize. <laughs> it's my favorite <laughs> Regina part of the whole show. And Caddy apologizes to Janice. And she goes, you, oh, and Mr. Duvall goes, you don't have to make a speech. <laughs> and she goes, we don't have to change, wait, we don't have to change ourselves. We can just all be who we are. And she goes, and this crown, it's just, it's just plastic. plastic. We could, we could just share it. And she breaks it. Aaron comes in to be with her and we get a moral, which is be nice. And they all take a group picture while Ketty goes, listen, this crown, cheap, fake, Easy to break. Cut to Nathan. That's how I used to be. Here, take it. Now I'm awake. I'll tell you what I see. Plastic don't shine. Glitter don't shine. Rhinestones don't shine the way you do. There's something missing from you this song. You are so real. 
What'd There's something missing from this song. I see stars. Mama. Mama, the stars that she misses from Afri- Kenya. Africa. Racist. Africa. Same thing. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I see. <laughs> no, just lack of geography Cut to knowledge, me. not racism. I fucking love this finale. See, I don't. Hate it. I know. <laughs> Cannot stand it. I just think that there's something missing from the song. Either it needs to be a new song or there's something missing. So I have problems with the finale of Act 2 and the finale of I Act 1. I agree. Well, but I think it's because... They gave this they gave the song want, to her during... Uh, I don't know if it was during Washington or during previews. During previews. But it used to be... It was, dur- it was an old... It used to be a different uh-huh. song. And they're like, we wrote I See Stars in like a day and gave it to Erica and we're like, learn this song and she did it. I wish. Yeah, me too. Okay. Because. Do you wish more people sang? No. Well, not even that more people sang. I just wish that like, because it's the I See Stars, which is like, it's like, it's literally calling back to the beginning of the musical. I've been like. This is what I know, and it's 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 that moment of being like, oh, wait, the things that I knew were probably better for me than the things that I don't know, um, which is not necessarily true. You know, it, it's all about circumstance, comma. However, um, I think that this song in particular doesn't feel yeah. like a finale because, like, for me, a finale is I want full ensemble singing with me. A uh, finale is I need a high note. Finale is I need resolution beyond just I think we're all great. Ma'am, these people were okay, cool cut to, to you. beautiful and Heathers. But see, I think Heathers Hello? and Legally Blonde are the reason we don't like certain aspects of Mean Girls. And that would be one because with Legally Blonde, Le- Legally Blonde, you had Larry and Nell, who are a married couple, and they wrote music and lyrics together. Heather's, you just had Larry, and there's some lyrics in Heather's that are kind of weird, like, and dead girl walking. Um, and then you have Mean Girls, and there's, like, some brilliant lyrics, but, <laughs> sorry, Tina, there's, like, some whack music sometimes from Jeff, because Je- Jeff knows that comedy, and not that Mean Girls isn't a comedy, but there are certain aspects of it that have to be taken so seriously, and they have to have that feel. I get where they were going with everything, like, okay, um, Damien obviously would always be singing show tunes, yes, and I get their whole aspect behind it, but there was just this, there was almost this, like, voice of the sound of the teens was missing in the music. The sound of the age was missing in the music. Well, and... Taylor, it's really I, I don't know if you said that on purpose or or not, but I have read reviews of the show that were like it didn't sound like youth. Right. It didn't. It, it but didn't like Tina like Fate Tina well, Fate I mean, even said that she held like readings with like 13 14 year old girls because she needed to know like what they talked like she has no social media whatsoever she wanted to know what snapchat was what tumblr was what twitter was things that she really didn't know about not just the mainstream social media so she had to learn all of that but then you've got jeff who every time i hear jeff's writing i hear 30 rock bump and Kimmy Schmidt, yeah. which it works for that. 
Well, the the whole musical is, it is written like a sitcom, like musically, like it's 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 insane. But like, it it doesn't read as right. young people for finale. I, who who in the who as a teenager is like you know what, I want this for all of us. I think you're great. <laughs> I think fair. there's something great about you. I think I, it's trying to teach never. the teens about Couldn't that. Couldn't be but me. If you, I get what you mean. Well, I I get that it is a little preachy, but if we're going off the source material, we don't get the epilogue of the movie of like, hey, this is what happened. Right. So we do have to kind of leave on a hopeful note because if we're ending at prom that's what happens. but you got to think too with most adaptations sorry BJ, See, but... go ahead so i think with no, most adaptations no, of movies to musicals you get someone completely different writing the musical because most of the times your screenwriters are like what yeah. the fuck is this and tina tackled that and i think tina tried to stay as true to her source material bringing it to the 20 well it was already in 21st but bringing it to 2018 at the time bringing it close to there as she could without actually being a teen and that proved difficult because with adaptation you have this like loose like and once it's an adaptation it's essentially it's not yours but it's your adaptation so i adapted it from this source material yes. but i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want once i get it you know what i mean and so i don't think you yeah. get that with mean girls because tina adapted it and that's just me yeah well let me uh, speak Oh my god, uh, no, not even. Um, I was gonna say, like, um, oh my god, I'm not trying to thought. His my AirPods are dying, or whatever these little things are. Amazing. That's oh okay, we're about to wrap up. Um, like, just like, for me, it's just like the, the idea of like it, Legally Blonde, the finale of Legally Blonde is like so, because like the way you, you described it as, um, Right. Just, no, like, I know lacking overall, but like, um, but like for for Lily Bond specifically, like um, the way it's written is like we get the finale with uh, um, uh, what's yes. her name, uh, Paulette, where she stands up and she's like, "This like, is yeah. what happens yeah. to everyone. This gives you completion." That doesn't happen in, in uh, uh, this musical because it's like, oh, blah blah blah, things happen. Yeah. I think all of us. BJ are loves that line. I think all of that us. That means are great. nothing to me as a person. That means nothing to me as a person who went through high school because, like, no, ma'am, none. Of, no. All of us were not great. Some of us in high school were terrible people. Me, uh, but like, you know, I like I. It felt. Unfinished it does. It does feel unfinished. Was my biggest issue. It feels well, unfinished. And, yeah, like I said, it was given to her in like overnight. So. It, that that definitely right, 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 it's right. not it's not the perfect finale i enjoy it for what it is but it it does happen and so i respect you and love you thank you did y'all oh have God. fun i had so much fun taylor i'm yes, so i actually really enjoyed this episode i am so glad bj do you have anything to plug very quickly I do. Uh, my usual every Thursday night on Twitch.tv at fandom.encounter is at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. You can see me playing D&D Live. Um, it's a Percy Jackson Live D&D play where I play Kyle Shirt McGivens, a teenage girl who uh, is a sorcerer and she has magical powers. 
I'm from her mother, Hera. It's a fun time. We're in season three, uh, but don't feel threatened by that. You can absolutely just pick up uh, wherever we are because there are recap episodes. So um, check it out. Check it out. Like I said, uh, twitch.tv slash backslash fandom.encounters. We are there Taylor, every do Thursday. do you have anything to plug? Honey, my mouth. I Sorry. really, really do appreciate both of you doing this. I love you guys so much. I love you, Nathan. Um, <laughs> Somebody's like, oh my god, what are you doing tonight? I was like filming the end of uh, Wait, this two. is the end? This um, is season two finale? No. No. I want to be on the... I want to no. jump the shark. But it should be, but it's not. Oh my god. So, like a person who has drunk too much and the end of every show, it is time to black out.